Now leaving Nerdist.com. It's pretty good. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll, we also got some other stuff. We're going to talk about Eliza's forthcoming music podcast. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and do all that stuff. But until then, uh, let's check out a song um, from the... Uh, oh, yeah. This is a, a great song called Entitled Generation uh, by Tiny Little Houses. I'm 25 and still not living out of home. Got two degrees and I'm stuck working on the phones Oh damn our entitled generation Damn our entitled generation for tuning in tonight to Jonah yeah, Radio, you. the podcast, recorded at night, but listen to whenever you want. Uh, as I said before, Eliza Skinner is our guest, along with Greg Keller, who is, uh, uh, as we like to call it, radio buddies, just a yeah. uh, former oh. guest that come and hang out. Well, it's cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. A, it kind of takes the pressure off of them to like not feel before. like they need to be an interviewee. 
Oh, they're any, just a pal. They're just a pal. Okay. Yeah, just Try, the, chime in with the occasional quip. Yes, exactly. Quips. Picking up the slack. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, exactly. Zingers. Zingers. Um, anecdotes mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and short story in poem form. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. We call it Allison Rosen's trash is our treasure. <laughs> I don't know if I get that. He used to be on Allison Rosen's. Used podcast. to be on Allison Rosen's podcast for quite some time. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. I was on that podcast, I think, twice. Yeah, you were. I you you weren't there. What she happened? She does two. She does one where she just interviews a person, and then she has a group one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. So you like you did panel? I did panel. I was <laughs> panel, panel for quite some time. That was. I remember when uh, Jeselnik had the, his show, uh, the Jeselnik Offensive. He was. They wanted him to do a panel on it so badly, and he resented the fact that he had to have anyone else on the show that wasn't him. <laughs> and so he would always like. Uh, he's like coming up. We got a panel. Panel the panel. We got a panel. Like he just started. <laughs> and then like as the seasons went on, it was just like, he was like, does someone say panel? Nope. Here it comes. <laughs> but uh, you have a, you have a, you're start, you have a Angry Little Goats. I had. We stopped had. doing Angry Little Goats. What, what happened? Um, well, that, Will, it was. Will Weldon happen? Yes. I mean, Will Love Weldon. Love the guy. Yes. We, we all. So much podcast drama. Like, just the first two minutes. <laughs> oh, you're right. Um, I I love him also. When we started it, it we it wasn't it didn't feel like a conversation everybody was having, mm-hmm. talking about politics and social justice. And by yeah. the time we ended it, we were like, oh, this is literally what everyone is talking about. Because we started it, uh, like I don't know, 2015. Yeah, yeah, 2015, and then we ended it 2017. Here's the thing I find odd mm-hmm. with uh, people saying, like, you know, they talk to entertainers. It's like, you know, I don't think this is a time to not talk about politics. I think we have to speak out <laughs> as if things just got bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, you know what? It was a rough couple months, but I can't stand it anymore. Politics in the world is bad. Yeah, well, that's, that was the thing. So when it started out, we were like, how come nobody's screaming about this stuff yeah. how come nobody's upset about these crazy things that are happening um and uh yeah by the time we ended everyone was upset about those things so Me we're too. like you know what fair enough you you, everybody has it covered yeah. yeah uh you don't need us like we were having to like dig for stories and then we we're like is this even a story or are we being kind of part of the problem if we're like one thing happened once in the middle of nowhere <laughs> let's make it a big deal instead of like Ugh, let's let that blow past um yeah and that's the that's what uh, the mainstream media has to deal with every day. So. Well, but that's the problem. You gotta have some sympathy for so them. So much of the problem, I think, is uh, the 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 way that news, like cable news, has become a round the clock thing, and having to get advertisers. Like news has to be exciting instead of being like, okay, here's half an hour of world news vegetables that you have to eat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like before the news you get is now, it's desserts. like it's like you'll never believe. It's uh, you know, but when it used to be like. Here's what happened today. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's yeah. why like the the BBC is yeah, yeah, yeah. is is very much the vegetable. Like they're they're not dressing it up. It's very boring in every choice, but it is the news. It's exactly what you need to know. Plus Africa, the yeah. BBC yeah, covers the whole Africa, world. Which is so crazy. Yeah. yeah, it is. And there's a woman named Octavia Quist Octon. Yes. And she always gives her reports from Dakar. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, she says Is that a villain from The Lion King? <laughs> it's the capital of Senegal, correct? Dakar, Senegal. Yeah, but yeah. she calls it Dakar. You looked directly I at I think Neil my like boyfriend wore that in high school. Yeah. 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 Dakar, 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 Dakar. Dakar. <laughs> what was that? It's, I'm trying to think. Uh, the 
the one the the cologne that everyone that I when I was in like seventh grade it was a uh, cool water. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. cool yeah. water. Cool water. Remember cool water? Very else? Hawaiian. Yeah. I don't. I guess so. Yeah, I remember the ads. It was like they were like blue. Yeah, it was like a like a shirtless man and like blue water. I think that's every yeah probably. Ad. <laughs> well, they're not always blue. Sometimes they're black and white. Okay, well, right. you know sometimes there's, like, black, there's and an orchid. A, black and white. Black and white. Oh, that's more of a uh, that's that's perfume. Mm, maybe. No, you got your CK one, my friend. There you go. Uh-huh. See, mm. soundbite. Isn't CK one is? <laughs> I was gonna say it's monosex. What's the one word? Unisex. 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 <laughs> <laughs> monosex is when you just fuck one person for your rest of your life. I had some monosex last night. I thought it was when you fuck, but you could only hear in one ear. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really early. early. Oh, have you heard the Beatles monosex? Uh, yeah, yeah. The Beatles are so much better in monosex. It's how, it, 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 how it was intended. Yeah, it's when you got vertigo when you come. Um, the <laughs> gross joke. I was, I was hoping would get a bigger reaction, and then you could oh, wait, roll wait, past everybody? it. One, two, three. Oh, God. Come. Fuck! Oh, oh. wow. Uh, okay. Um, no, the, <laughs> Fun um, being here. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, I remember the, the guys that would wear it uh, were cool water where they would uh, also, they were like way, it was just kind of, it was like a two white dudes that were also really into Snoop Dogg. Like they started talking like Snoop Dogg oh. talked. I remember that being. Uh, I think that might have been, been regional. It's possible. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. We had that here yeah, too. Yeah, we, we had that here. Yeah, 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 this is yeah, California. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but this West is, Coast, yeah. Eliza is from... Virginia. Richmond, right? Yes, I'm from uh, Richmond. Home of Avail. Mm-hmm. And a band that I opened up for once in uh, Greenville, South Carolina called Crash Smash Explode. Ooh, I don't know them. Yeah, yeah. Great yeah. name. Yeah, they, I remember they, like the, the joke they had, they're like, Hey, we uh, we don't really have much to sell afterwards, uh, but we have a compilation that we're on. We have a couple songs <laughs> on. It's a bunch of Richmond bands. Um, yeah, it's, oh, it's well, a, a bunch of bands from Richmond. And then like the guitar player grabbed the mic. He's, he's like, "There's seven songs from Avail on it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably had that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I had a few of those. Uh, yeah, well, I, I mean, I just I don't remember those being the same guy, but definitely, I mean, those are all facts that the guys that I knew in high school were into Snoop Dogg and did wear a lot of cologne. Well, that, yeah. So, so yeah, fair enough. Well, fair you're, enough. You're also in Hawaii where there's so few white guys that they, they, they feel like they need to cover a lot of white culture. So you <laughs> yeah. get being black and... Smelling good? Smelling yeah. weird? Smelling weird. Weird. Well, I, I Neil, think we, we, we don't need to say good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, just, well, sm- just smelling, like having a, just a having choosing a, a, a smell. This is, going to, yeah, this smell. is going to be my smell. Yeah, this is going to be my smell. Yeah. I'm guys, it out. Let's go around the table. Huh? What? Signature, signature smell. <laughs> what would you want your signature smell to be? An apology. <laughs> <laughs> Apology by Jonah Ray. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I mean, with the little glass in your hand, it really yes. does look like you're in uh, an ad. When you're not sure what it is either. Apology <laughs> by Jonah Ray. When you're not sure, but you are sorry. <laughs> <laughs> look, the important apology. part is apology. Yes. Apology. Yeah, you're right. For having to say you're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I did, but I didn't mean it. Yes. Apology by Jonah Ray. Yes. I don't know. It could be one of three things. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> by Jonah Work's been hard. <laughs> yeah. are, are you weirded out by guys who wear cologne? I don't dig it. I used to be. Right. And then I I came around on it 
here's the one thing I will stand by this. Moved to Hollywood. What happened? No. I, I, I dated a guy who like he had he did have his little signature scent and he didn't make a big deal of it but he but it just like made him feel like I'm going out now. What do you, you mean know? like signature scent? He had, like did he, he have a, like a couple different colognes? No, and he had I guess a, like I shouldn't a, have said that. He, he's he like had one a, part Dracar Noir and three parts. Well, there were three witches that would come over. Yes, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, he had he had like found a he like wanted to find a cologne that he liked and didn't find and didn't think was like noxious and disgusting. Yeah. Um, and so he'd made a little project of it and found one that he liked and I liked it. Um, yeah. And so, so I, and I had previously been like, ew, it's gross when dudes wear cologne, yeah. cologne, but it was, but it, and he also just didn't wear too much. The problem is both, both cologne and perfume. It's when it's too much. Yeah. When you wear yes. a ton of it, I worked with this guy who was very fancy. Um, and he wore a lot of cologne and it was when I was a concierge and so we would be stuck behind the concierge desk oh. together and I would be like, hey, buddy, I, 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 it's very nice but it's just, you know, and maybe it's just me but it's just too much. Can Could you like maybe like wear less cologne when you're working with me? And he'd be like, oh yeah, okay, sorry. And that was hard for me to say. Yeah. And then he would sort of build it up over the days <laughs> until he was back up to the same. And to the point where I kept having another conversation and I'd be like, dude, what is up with, we have talked and my eyes are watering. Like, I thought you would build up a resistance. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. Iocane powder. I was trying when to he, titrate down. When he finally got mad back at me, he was like, it's a very good cologne. It's very expensive. And I was like, I don't care. It's in my mouth. Has there ever been, um, has, has there ever been like a bit in like a comedy where the guy, is like broke because he has like a, so he has like a real nice bottle of cologne, but he keeps on like diluting it just to keep it going longer. <laughs> like the dish soap version of but like, 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 he's, like he's using yeah. someone else's cologne. He's like adding water so they it's don't like know what's going down. He got a sample size, oh. and so he's just trying to make it last. <laughs> this is like a cutscene like from Grand Budapest Hotel. I'd say it feels like it would be something from like the beginning of Kingpin, where it's like it's like the whole, whole yeah. first like fifteen yeah. minutes is like this is how shitty Woody Harrelson's character is. Yeah, where he's like a uh, like squeezing out a, a Febreze into it. Or like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Some sort of like air freshener, and it's like good enough, good enough. That um, matches. Greg, you're a surfer type. It seems like you've uh, uh, probably, and I've seen old pictures of you. Patchouli, you ever, never, never, never put in. You understand why I would think it's as fine. Such. It's kind of a dick thing to say, but it's fine. No offense I've taken. Never put any like essential oils on my body of any kind. Yeah, I do use Old Spice deodorant, which is yeah. My dad was a brute guy. Yeah, here's oh. a, I just like got to interject. As a as a, a woman, when you tell a dude that they smell good, it's a combination of a lot of stuff. We all know that, right? Mm-hmm. It's yourself. It's your soaps. It. I. One of my big pet peeves is if I tell a dude he smells good and he says, "Oh, it's my, just my deodorant. <laughs> it's just my deodorant. I don't know." So, like, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just anyone flashing. everywhere in the world. I flash until like I was. It was like uh, 2001. I had just uh, cleaned my denim jacket, uh, and some girl came over, and then like she hugged me, and then she like she you know her head was at my chest. Mm-hmm. I mean that's probably a given. To, yeah. I'm yeah. very tall, uh, and then she's like she goes, "Oh, you smell nice," and I go. I need laundry today. <laughs> still better, still better than I'm covering the mistake. I'm wet. Like, <laughs> it's essentially what it means when they say this is my deodorant. Uh, fighting nature. Um, <laughs> my fighting nature. Not that that was what you were That's saying. Fine. It just reminded me of that. It just I reminded me. I just have reminded like me. a bad natural stink. I'm sure. I'm like super aware of what I smell like, and I don't smell that badly. Like even when I smell badly, it's not that bad. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like an inoffensive, sweaty guy. I am a. I'm so paranoid. When I got like real fat when I was growing up, and like also the fact that I wanted to dress like an indie rock kid, like an indie rock punk kid, and being really overweight, and in Hawaii where it's hot and humid, but I wanted to wear collared shirts and sweaters, and you mm-hmm. know, and and so I would sweat. And I don't thermals under t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. I just like I, I, I wanted to like you know dress like I was like just a kid on the mainland, mm-hmm. and um, and the one thing that I, I I would sweat and I would and I would put on deodorant, but I was always so paranoid that I smelled just because like like you know I I knew as a fat kid that fat people smell and like that's and I was so paranoid about that um, that like I remember if I smelled burgers. I no. thought it was my you? body odor. Whoa. That's, uh, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a little flattering wow. to yeah. yourself, you know. Yeah, but it was. I smell like burgers. So you would walk by a burger joint and like smell your own armpits? Yeah. I do that when uh, I'm walking by people getting high. I always check my shirt and then I'm like, oh, oh it's, it's you too. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> you too. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's both? Okay. I think, I think, um, I mean, not my BO. <laughs> Other people's BO, especially boy BO, smells like um, pepperoni pizzas. Um, like pepperoni pizzas? Not pepperoni. Sorry, um, sausage, sausage pizzas. <laughs> it smells like sausage pizzas. <laughs> that makes more sense. So I, I do want to let people know though that you um, you did you had your own college radio show. I did. Freeform. Freeform. Which I, uh, and I and I hosted it. I don't remember the name of the show, but uh, I did host it the first. When I first year I did it as like, <coughs> oh God, X Angel X. Oh, wow. yeah. so you were straight edge. Oh that yeah, is, yeah. That yeah. is a message board. Your old, old straight edge hardcore oh, yeah. girl before mm-hmm. she knew that Joanna Angel was going to be taking away. Uh, before she knew uh, all the porn stars were named Angel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you do it in character, like? What did you sound? No, like? that was just that was just my cool DJ name. Uh, but you didn't actually have like a hush whisper. You spoke. Well, about. I did, but I did that by mistake. I was telling Jonathan yes, yeah. that um, I didn't. I I would have the mic turned up too loud give, in give my it head. Give, just give it to him. Tell oh. the whole story. That's um. So I would have the mic turned up very loud in my headphones. So rather than turn it down, I would just talk like this. And it was the middle of the night, so yeah, I got a lot of a lot of pizzas delivered to the studio. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> my friend Catherine, sausage pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, kind of. Um, my friend Catherine, she also had like on KXLU, she had the, you know, three to six a.m. slot. Yep, that was my and, like, spot. Just weirdo guys would just call her up. Hey, uh, you. Mm-hmm. It was really cool that you played. Circle jerks, uh, you know. I remember back in the day, you know, just all these Southern California burnout dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, but your your radio voice, um, uh, Neil, is that good ASMR voice? Neil's our a local oh, or resident that. ASMR. Well, he would have to have headphones on to. Well, I only listen to the one lady. <laughs> just one lady. You have a, she has like a, a personal relationship. And I really do. <laughs> I, she made this one video where <laughs> she didn't talk at all. She just drew on a marker board. Basically telling her life story and it's devastating. Oh, it's just like little squeaks from time to time with the marker. Yep. No, I think there's music playing actually. Oh, okay. But it was like you know hieroglyphics, like, and then she would kind of fill in some details. But like, yeah, <sighs> emigrating from Russia as a 19-year-old girl's not. not a, and not how do you a, regard to yourself as ASMR? Do you consider it to be a fetish? No, I just find it relaxing. But it's not really sexual. I think for so, I, for a lot of people, people I think, yeah, I think it, it is. is. Yeah, it is. For a lot of people, yeah, oh. it's fetishized. So like, 
You listen to a book like when you're going to bed? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I used to. I don't really do it anymore. Right. Kind of burn myself And do you care what the people are talking about? Uh, Yeah. Doctor's appointment, like, because I always fake, like, doctor's appointments. I like that. Wait, what? What? <laughs> they, like, pretend to be a doctor examining you. Like, but this is not that's a, a whole real. That's this, a whole genre of it? I did not know that. Well, no, no it's finish a, alert. A woman with so they're like, doctor one of the original things that was like, there needs to be a podcast. Is, Yo, is this a fetish? Yeah. <laughs> the answer is always yes. Original yeah, definitely. That started it all because I think there's a Vice Magazine article about it is that no one could understand why this hockey player named Pat LaFontaine was having a cranial nerve, nerve exam and the video was posted on YouTube and it had like 30 billion hits. And I was like, why are people fucking watching this 1980s hockey player get a nerve exam? And it's just, the mics are set up so specifically and the guy does that thing where like, you know, when doctors are like looking in your eyes and they have to talk to you, but they can't really mm-hmm. enunciate. So it's like a little bit of a whisper. It's a great video. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And it's like, it's also funny for me because the guy's talking about all the injuries that this guy had to his face. <laughs> Jesus. It's like um, that that particular so part is the fetish. All right, we got, we got a submit, shards we got in your submission. Brain. Uh, it's from um, uh, this is what they say. Uh, hey Jonah Radio, here's a link to our band camp. We are a punk band from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Ontario, name of uh, one of Neil's old band's best songs. Hamilton, that's where uh, Alex is on fire, I believe, is from Hamilton. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alexis on fire, as yeah, I guess. Yeah, however you say it. Yeah, but they also say this. Same area as Pup. And? Uh, Pup is a great band. And the Dirty Nil. Oh, the Dirty Nil. Yeah, you the love dirty the Dirty Nil. I fucking love the You're Dirty Nil. You're big into the Dirty Nil. into those guys. Uh, but they say they're not uh, nearly as good as Pup. Uh, we're all huge fans of the show and have been introduced to a lot of great new bands, so we figured we'd jump at the chance to be a part of something we love so much. Hope you guys like the song. Thanks for all the laughs. Thanks. The Kid is Dead. And then this is the part that makes me feel... Real old. <laughs> P.S. Jonah is the reason I got into punk rock in high school. Thanks, man. <clears throat> okay. Um, you're welcome. Well, but don't tell people that. Did they say how old their kids are or anything? Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, what if they're still in high school? Hey, come hey, on. Possible, very possible. They That's seem how very young. Jonah got me into um, it uh, yeah, six Jonah. months ago. And then they said, we did, then they emailed again right afterwards um, saying, we forgot to attach the link, which has <laughs> endeared me more than, <laughs> than <laughs> Jacob Idol telling me. The best. That, uh, and if you guys do put out a full-length album, uh, use part of this podcast as a sample going into a song. Whoa. The Lost Art of Sampling Before a Song. Oh, man. I'm talking about, not talking about the hip-hop sample. Talking about the no, no, punk no. rock. Yeah. Like, you know, putting in a sample from like Fast Times of Ridgemont High. Mm-hmm. You dick! Blah, 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 blah. You know, something like that. So this is a song called Wastoid for now. And it's, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it's uh, incredibly, what's lower than lo-fi? It's Wastoid for now. Noise. I'm a fucking boy, 
boy. Cool. Wastoid for now by The Kid Is Dead. Uh, that It's like, here are the, uh, here are the lyrics. Um, we're all wastoids. I can't take it anymore. I just want to be your whore. Life is such a fucking bore. I just want to drink some more. Wastoid. I'm a fucking wastoid. I just want to make noise. I'm a fucking wastoid. I can't take it anymore. I just want to fucking score. Life is such a fucking bore. I just want to drink some more. Um... Very, very, uh, I was going to say cute. I know that's not the response they were looking for. Reminds me of being a teenager. Yes. Life is, life is boring. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry to say to the younger listeners out there, it only gets so much more incredibly boring as you get older. Yeah, but like boring in a, um, uh, like uh, an intricate way. Like you're like, (laughs) like. You're like, oh my God. It's like if you went to a, a museum and all they had was a quilt on the wall, just one quilt. And yeah. you were like, what the fuck is this museum? This is incredibly boring. It's a quilt on the wall. But then you were trapped there for 25 years and you were like, oh, but look at all the different threads inside the quilt. <laughs> look at all these fancy Look at threads. the stitch. Look at that. Like, and you get into it. You I get so, into the boring. Here's the thing that you never hear a younger person say. <sighs> My therapist said I need hobbies. <laughs> I need new experiences because yeah. every, guess what? Everything's a new experience and that's what makes being young so rad. Yeah. And then we try to replicate it by drinking. Mm-hmm. Is that what that is? I think so. Ooh, okay. Me and Cash were having a, like a very philosophical like, conversation about drinking and what we like about it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think, I'm not sure if it's a way to... Uh, you know, skirt around the idea that we might be alcoholics, or <laughs> okay, uh, or or any of us really, but just the, like the idea of saying, what do you like about it? What do you like about drinking? Oh, um, well, I like I at this point actually like the taste. Yeah, which never used to be the case. No, yeah. not when you start. You're like, this is poison. Yeah, yeah. I remember, uh, like, it's like you know, getting a forty ounce of beer because that's what, or whatever you know, or mm-hmm. Mad Dog twenty two or something like that. Take gulping as much as I could before I would. Heave, but then hold my breath. Before, so you couldn't, didn't have to smell and. So I didn't have to yeah. taste it. And then I would shove a bunch of like Cheetos or Doritos into my mouth and move <laughs> it all around my mouth oh, to wow. like make sure all the taste buds that had the poison earlier. <laughs> Interesting food. because you were starting with a delicious liquor. <laughs> yeah. A mad dog or. Ooh. Yes, 2020. I was going to say, was this a kiwi flavor? This is the strawberry kiwi. <laughs> oh, that's almost to the uh, height of a, a Boone's farm, even. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, it always tastes disgusting at first, but like now, like I drink wine and there are no beverages. There, beverages are only water and sweet stuff. Besides alcoholic stuff. Like, you don't have a savory beverage besides the world of al- alcohol. Which, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you know? No, no, there's bone broth. Mm, that's, a, <laughs> that's a food. Is it? That's, I don't know. Looks like you drink it. Mm, it sounds <laughs> sexual. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I remember one time there was that place, Pallet, in Atwater Village, uh, like a healthy bowl place, and Dee and I met Neil there. And like Neil was just like sat down with a, like a thing of bone broth, took one sip, and then just pushed it away. And just like he's like, "Well, that sucks." And then, like, and then a big, and then a big line of people came in to order, and then Neil just didn't eat that day. Mm. <laughs> well, I probably ate that day. Yeah, later, maybe way later. But like, you, it was like you were just you're like that tastes like blood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what it is, kind of. Pretty much. Yeah. I got a. I was at a dinner and I with. Let's say a vegetarian, and I wanted to annoy them, and I ate. I ordered something. It was like bone marrow or something. How old were you at this point? I'd say I was like maybe like mid 
early 30s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what so time well spent. I wanted to really shove the society. I have like vague memories of my mid-30s. I wanted to be extremely <laughs> passive-aggressive to this person I was sitting next to. Anyway. Cool, so making friends. Yep. <laughs> it's the Neil Mahoney new commitment. All right. Uh, <laughs> who else has it's got bone broth stories? <laughs> I've had quite a bit of bone broth, actually. It's a tremendous waste of money. Mm. A no cup gross. of bone broth is like nine bones or whatever. It's a huge waste of no. money. Oh, shit, I didn't even mean to do that. That's when comedy lives in your body. <laughs> when it's, it comes when it's out when, of your pores, when yeah. It's, when it's in your bones? When it's in your bones, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh! It just comes out like that. Just wipe yeah. off the microphone yeah. Sorry. you're done. Yeah, well... So go to our GoFundMe to have that removed. <laughs> you got to always follow that up with the Matt Dwyer, uh, comedy loves me. Every time you make a terrible joke like that. Um, so I want to I want to know more about like the um, it's a, it was a good scene in Richmond. Mm-hmm. I was I was there and it's an amazing city. It's very cool. There was a Rich Coleman mural along the James. Yeah, River. they did this big mm-hmm. mural project a few years ago. Um, but of course, the local artists were pretty upset about that because they brought in all of these artists to do murals, and they were like, "Um, we live here. Yeah, why but Rich would Coleman, you not?" Rich is in DC, so yeah, he's yeah. in DC. So. Yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, until he was. I'm just reporting 18. the news. Well, you should do it a little more. She's bringing us the local perspective. That, I'm just saying that's what I I, I showed BBC up. it, Eliza. I showed up for Christmas, and I was like, "What's happening?" And they're like, "We're angry," and I was like, "Ooh, that looks cool. It was so pretty." And they're like, "That's what we're angry about." Um, <laughs> but so. so you um when you start getting into music is it is it punk is it hardcore is it, it was i was thinking about it. it it was um i yeah well i was still in high school and i was i was younger than everybody else even in high school so were you a doogie house yeah i kind of a little bit did you bit skip some grades too yeah oh you skipped two fucking grades yeah. two grades like at once or like no 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 separate. no well i started early and then i skipped 8th grade so by the time i was in high school i was 2 years younger than everybody 8th grade oh that's tough that's like a big that's, that's a that's the big one yeah, but didn't it suck? No, it was oh, so I great. No, you, you were at the top of your for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't loving it in middle school, and I was taking a bunch of uh, advanced Speed? classes. No, I was oh. taking. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was like, what drugs is she going to say? No, I was taking like math that I would have had to go to the high school to take if I stayed oh, there. Oh, so you they were like have... going back and forth, and yeah. Yeah. So, so how, how does how does that work? How does high school work when you're two years younger than everybody else? You just where do you find your sub question? Cash is asking. How does high school work? Um, <laughs> I did not have a lot of memories of it. Well, f- my freshman year, I just tried to survive. Yeah. I because I found out so late that that was happening that I went to just this school. It wasn't in my zone, but it was. Um, they were. It, uh, I just the, was it a performing arts? Thing? No, it wasn't. It was just like a regular school, and so at the regular school, I was just like, I have to survive. I have to make people think I'm funny, <laughs> otherwise, I'm gonna get beaten up every day. And were, were you twelve your freshman year? Uh, I guess Must be like 11 so. Or 12. Yeah, yeah. I, That's oh. fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, eleven because no, it's like no, 13. no. No, you turned because you so skipped. You t- you're thirteen in junior high. In ninth grade, you can see there's a lot of math wizards on this set. Yeah, no, I no, I was twelve. Yeah, I was twelve okay. when I started. Twelve um, is a is a pivotal year. I, I actually say twelve years old is a year where everyone kind of solidifies what they like uh, for the next you know twenty years or so. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not as into Latin as I was, <laughs> so I don't know if that holds up. Yeah, I was a huge nerd, um, but I was a bigger comedy nerd than an anything else nerd. So that was my like trying to build bridges. Like, so getting into Latin though, did, was that <laughs> was that like? Did, 
to like to exceed to a thing where you're like, no one else I know my age likes Latin. Mm-hmm. Did you think you were trying to impress adults with the uh, with like some of the stuff mm, you got into? Maybe, but yeah, other I was impressing other nerds. Yeah, um, a little bit adults, mostly other nerds, because there would always be there would always be like a competitive element. Like there was even we would go to Latin conventions, and there was a thing. There were these things Would called you just Latin. Go south? Did you say? I'm sorry. You said Latin conventions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And there and was. What happened? There were, well, there were also these things called. Oh, you guys set me up. I'm the nerd on the cool guy podcast. I'm Jonah Radio Latin I, conventions. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, there were these things called Latin curtomens. Do you know what that is? Of course I do. It's like Battle of the Brains, but it's all in Latin. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Really nerdy stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So. Then I, uh, I I phased out of that. That is though at a Latin convention um, where I first heard Tribe Called Quest. There was this guy who was older and like he had driven himself there, <laughs> and he was like the cool guy at the Latin convention. And I remember him letting me sit in. He like popped the hood of his hatchback and was like playing music, and I was like, "This is cool, sure, yeah." And then this one song, I was like, "Oh, this is really cool." And he was like, "You don't know this. This is." old yeah. what and it was um, tribe it was tribe called quest wow. and uh yeah see how familiar i was with um so i got really into that um and what were you into music before then god like m- musical theater whatever was on the radio yeah so going like skipping and getting into this uh oh and hip-hop a lot of like in most of the i went to public school in richmond and so it was like usually me and a handful of like me and uh, I was like the only white kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, so you just kind of listen to what everyone else was doing. Yeah. Well, and, that was just pop music. Yeah. And also like, I need to be able to riff on these tracks. I need to be able to make jokes. Is that when you started being able to freestyle? <laughs> no, no, that wasn't until I was in uh, improv when I was older. Interesting. Yeah. But your, your background in being a hip hop fan. Yes. Kind of helped that. Yes. But it was all just like radio stuff. Like, yeah. yeah you know, so, um, so you, this guy, uh, how much older was he? He was probably like four years older than me. Nice. Did you like, did, were you like, oh, he's so cool, kind of dreamy? Or yeah, did you... but there was one, and at one point I was like, what's even going on here? Is he like into me? And <laughs> like, I'm sure looking back, it's like a, a teenager and a child next to him. And he's like, um, this is going to happen. Uh, you had a giant lollipop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he, um, he was sort of like, uh, and we're, we're sitting on this bench together and he was like, hey, move over. And I was like, why? And he was like, you're making me look taken. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Okay. And that phrase like burned into my brain then. <laughs> you're making me look taken. You're making me look taken. And yeah. I use it as though it's a, as though it's like an in-joke we all know. Like, <laughs> I will frequently be like, ah, you're making me look taken. And they're like, and people are like, what are you talking about? I I, that's just that's kind a, of mean. I want to imagine like a, a 12-year-old uh, Eliza just where he says, you're making me look taken. And you just go, all right, game recognized game. <laughs> and you just kind of over. Fair enough. Point you, okay? Because <laughs> if I was really making you look taken, uh, you'd be arrested. Um, um, so let me spout off like, some legal codes in Latin. <laughs> so when was uh, what was your entry? So into then your... I went to this other school that was like the I switched to this alternative education system school, um, and so it was me and all the people who'd gotten kicked out of other schools. So like a lot of punks, mm-hmm. hippies. Um, not necessarily kicked out, just like, yeah, but a lot of them were like, we're having issues at this school. Where else can we send Dylan to go? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, 
uh, smart kids, uh, problem kids, weirdos, everybody, all at this school. And I, on one of my first days, got sat at this table. You know, it was one of those classes where they assign you seats, and that's just going to be your seat for the rest of the year. No fighting when you come in the door. And I got sat at this table with two... With yeah, all the kids at the alternative high school wanting to get up front. I mean, yeah, get I, here and I, get the I, mean, I don't know. You know, different teachers have their like, they're like, this is the way you have to handle kids. Assign them a seat. Yeah. So they, they chill out. I don't know. But I got sat at this table with three other girls and one of them was a girl who had been uh, held back a year. So we She was were, like opposite you. She was opposite me, but also she was like, I have someone to teach. And she just started just teaching me the ways of teenager and I think it was probably thrilling for her to be like I get to mold a young mind (laughs) and for me I was like oh god so there's okay so uh, there's so much more than I thought so tell me Again, what about bras? You know, like... like <laughs> <laughs> Which is my favorite Bill Murray movie. <laughs> what about bras? Yeah. yeah. Um, Mary Hawaiian, what about bras? <laughs> <laughs> I should have been the one that made that joke. Yeah, that's just trying to help you. You can take it. Take it. Take it. It's yours. Take it. Yeah. Going um, again in three, two, one. Yeah. What about, <laughs> no, you can't. What about us? Sorry. Ooh. Um, that's pink. Yeah. So I, so yeah, I just started um, learning how to, she like, she taught me, I remember for months her talking to me about like PR stuff that I needed to know, like real PR stuff, like in the PR crowd. And, I, and after a while I, I was like, like I finally realized like, oh, you're not talking about public relations or Puerto Rico. She's like, no, I'm talking about punk rock. And I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't. She called it PR? I, oh yes. Yeah. PR. I've like, that's on never her. heard it. The, PR, heard the PR culture, yeah. Mm. PR culture, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so like, there's this, this guy like, and he's super PR. PR. Does, this, does she just mean like the scene? Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that's really weird. And she, yeah, she was a she was a, a fast education in punk rock and being a teenager. There was one girl I remember, uh, like she was in high school, I was in biology class, and she's like, she's like, hey, you're straight edge? And I go, yeah. And she's like, is that the thing where you smoke a cigarette right after taking a hit from a bong? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, quite the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Neither of those things. It's neither of those things. But yeah, and so the only shows that I could go to with her or the friends that I made, made through and around her were, punk, were uh, straight edge shows. Yeah, because they're always all ages. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so then when I stopped hanging out with her and just stayed in that scene, that's still, those were the bands that I knew. Those were the people that I was making friends with. And then I was like, yeah, 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 I'm straight edge too. Yeah, sure. Then no one pressures me about things I'm scared of. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's, that, there's that a bit of that popular. for me. Yeah. Just like, you know, the idea of, well, I always say I became straight edge because I didn't want to do it anyway because that's what adults did in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Adults drank and did drugs. Mm-hmm. And, and my parents did. And my uncles and aunts did, so I rebelled by not doing it, because that's what that's what dumb adults did. And then uh, my friend Donald was just—he goes, he's like, "Oh, that's straight edge. That's like this band minor threat." And I, and I go, "I was like, that sounds so much cooler than saying I'm drug free as can be." <laughs> <laughs> and so I think it was that your slogan, or did you pick that up somewhere? What that was Nancy Reagan's drug free as can be. Oh, that was really? like one of the programs. Yeah. There was like some, I was part of the smoke free class of 2000. Cool. Uh, which was a thing that started in, when I was in third grade, and they quickly got rid of it uh, <laughs> as they realized it's like fewer and fewer kids started showing up. And then there was the Dare program came after that, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then Dare third to Free say no to was just like a is a PSA kind that of. That sounds thing. like 
it sounds like you're going to do a kick line, though. Yeah. It sounds like free as can be in a freeze frame. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, up with people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, um, it's, the, having that, though, I believe giving it a name made me almost, I think, stick with it longer than if I, you know, was just it was just a choice. Because Which one, straight edge or straight edge? Yes, absolutely. That's yeah. absolutely. What, yeah, I remember when when I was in college, being like, "Oh my god, do I drink or not?" I mean, I am straight edge. Yes, I'm known for that on my radio. Yeah, show. it was like there, it's like no no more like no one has as much of an identity issue than a straight edge kid right after high school, mm-hmm. just going like. But who am I? <laughs> it's like, I mean, I had the same thing last year when I got LASIK. I was like, but what if, what am I going to stop wearing collared shirts now? I mean, do you sometimes throw the glasses on just for old time's sake? Just throw on some frames? It take makes, them out for when a spin? I'm feeling, when I'm like, this is, uh, this is a little embarrassing, but it's like mm-hmm. when I'm not, when I'm feeling kind of anxious or weird or I, like low mm-hmm. self esteem y, I throw on some frames oh, and like I feel I, safe I, I feel, like a binky it really is it's and there's like there's you know when I got the when it's like and I've always had facial hair but I've always kept it a little shorter but since I've gotten the LASIK my facial hair stayed a little longer and my my hair has been like a little more in, in my face you feel like you need to cover your face mm-hmm. a little bit yeah yeah that's there's a lot of stuff that I'm realizing the glasses oh, are handling oh interesting yeah. you should get a mask <laughs> yeah <laughs> like an opera yeah. what yeah. kind of mask what kind of mask would like I wear like a Zorro sort of thing a, yeah Zorro just like a little bit oh, I no, was no, thinking no. the opposite like a balaclava like just everything covered oh. except Neil's eyes. gifted me not more than two of those types of masks <laughs> wow they're cool <laughs> D got me one D because Neil got those because Neil got they're those for cool. me Deanna thought I liked them a lot oh, so no. she got she got me a Tribe Call Quest like cool, ski mask cool cool <laughs> I mean, I would be well, into that. So, so let me get this straight. Neil's giving you two baklavas. And yes, two baklavas. Yes, two, yes. Balaclava. And they were deliciously... Two, okay. um, two balaclavas and a crossbow. Yep. yep. Yes. Th- th- that is the grand total of gifts that he has... No, that's no. not true. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 the, and the bowling ball wow, was inscribed how, with Homer. Yeah. How, ma- how paternal. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it, and I didn't have a yard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That was what we were living in that water. Uh, we're going to take a break <laughs> for a song, another submission. Uh, the band is called Sore Thumb. And uh, the album's called An Album By. The song is called Suicide Mission from Hell. Enjoy it. They are from a, oh, this is what they say on their uh, band camp. They're from California. If Roy Orbison was in a punk band, Sore Thumb aims to pull together the best parts of multiple decades from the 50s, 60s, and then says to click and to read more, but I've read enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
I really like that. Those guys are good. Yeah, that was really good. Sore thumb, S-O-R-E. Not like a flying thumb. So when you write that down, Cash. Sore thumb. (laughs) Oh, no. Thor. Thumb? Thor's son? Thor's son. (laughs) Oh, that's a good. Thor's Uh, son's foursome. But yeah, they have... uh, have, To the T. Suicide mission from hell. They have their album on Bandcamp. We have links to anything you like and you kind of, if you don't feel like we're whining or you, you not... You know, in a place you're in your car, listen to this. Um, on our postings on Nerdist, we have uh, we have the track listing with links, hyperlinks to all the bands, and we urge you to, if you like a band, even just if it's like kind of like you know, go to their band <laughs> camp and just like follow them on Bandcamp yeah. or b- like buy a song or download a song. A lot of these bands will just be like, you know, these are free, we don't care. Yeah. Um, some of them are dollars, some are five dollars for an album. Just like support the bands or tweet at them, find out you know where they are on social media. Say, hey, we heard, I heard you, and I like you. That those small, little tiny efforts make a, a huge difference uh, to uh, uh, artists that are starting out or just are just trying to make a name for themselves. Yeah. So we really urge you to check out the links on Nerdist and and click on them and click on them. Uh, usually, if there's something, anything in particular that we've discussed that's out there, I put that on there too. Yeah, last just, week was a Salad Days documentary, that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, so it's a, it's very it's very important. Like, you know, it's a, we don't we don't make money off of this, but the 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 joy we do get is helping people find music that they might like and have never like might not ever come across. Uh, so with that, um, it's a another music podcast that's going to be coming out really soon is from Eliza Skinner, our Yay. guest, and this is a I, I record an episode. You're banking mm-hmm. a bunch, and it's yeah. a, it tells the concept. And uh, then, well, it's called Cool Playlist. I had to yeah. change the name. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, uh, it's oh, called... do you have to go through and cut out all the old title references? Yeah, but I only said it right at the beginning. So oh, nice. Yeah. Um, turns out Sony is very litigious. Oh. Um, so don't name your podcast a parody of one of their things. Um, <laughs> not that not that I get, that anything happened to me, but I just was reading about it and was like, oh, I can't call it now. That's how I, what I call playlist. Um, uh. <laughs> I like cool playlists. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah. I was, because I was sort of in a fever to, I was feverishly like, oh God, I gotta call something else. And then was like, eh, cool playlist. Whatever, it can be anything. Um, so anyway, it's me and a guest coming up with a playlist for a specific life event, moment, occasion, whatever. Um, the guest picks five songs, I pick five songs, then we go back and forth introducing them and talking about them a little bit and then like talking about what they bring up after we play a, a few seconds of them. Um, and yeah, you did an episode. You did, uh, yeah, did getting, getting Over a Crush. Getting Over a Crush, which it it kind of got mutated as we did it. Um, living in a crush. <laughs> living in a crush uh, before getting into a crush. And you know, my life it's like is dealing with a crush. Dealing with a crush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like basically like the, the way I did it was it was ma- mainly heartbreak and unrequited love. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, uh, that's, 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 that, that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. what a crush is. Yeah, and it's uh, otherwise it's a relationship. Right? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody writes songs about those. But it was it was so much fun, and oh, it was uh, it was my. I mean, like it was probably the that going to be one of the saddest episodes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that it was really sad. Your episode. I feel like it was like I just get I get so unfunny when I'm talking about like like when I'm comedy. Talk- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Music. I think no, it's, 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 I, it's I do. It and I told I told Eliza that too. I was, I was like, I have this tendency when I'm a guest on someone's podcast, I tend to just kind of 
be more serious than anything. It's not for trying to seem cool or, you know, it's just a, I, it's a weird impulse that comes out. No, I think that it was, I think it, the tone of it to me seemed like um, hopeful, like things that you would want to tell a younger version of yourself. That's in, my entire life is trying to impress that kid. Well, <laughs> well not, not necessarily impress them, but like, oh, this part's going to hurt. Here's a song that's going to help. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And this is in, in, here you and you know what things are gonna be okay at the end of it, but yeah, here you go. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it what they're they're not all laugh riots. No. Um, so what are some of the other uh, uh, themes that uh, you did? Today I did um, waiting in line for uh, Broadway lottery tickets with Kate Micucci. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Broadway. It's not like niche. Put model trains. <laughs> no, it is. It is a Broadway deep dive, but it is specifically about like yeah, when you're waiting in line, hoping you're going to get these cheap tickets because you can't afford the real tickets. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did uh, going to the mall in 1992 with Rhea Butcher. Oh, fuck. Hers, so I'm trying to think, like, it's like, I just want to speculate on Rhea, 1992. She's old enough to go to the mall by herself then? Yeah, well, her mom worked there. Oh, really? Yeah. okay. So it was, but also that was like a place to skate. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, it's like, she's probably going there to skate in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. I think Uh, everyone's so much younger than me. Yeah. Uh, But uh, uh, everyone is. Greg's not. um, (laughs) Greg's not. Yeah, that's true. Uh, The, uh, so... I want to say, God, so it's Nirvana had to be on there, right? Or I mean, I don't want to give it away. I know, but I know. Um, if you're thinking that was a Rhea pit, pick, no, no, you're wrong. I'm just trying. She to did think. not. Rhea did not bring Were Nirvana the to the table. Around in I'm just trying to think in '92. No, no. If, uh, if yeah. you're skateboarding in '92, mm-hmm. unless she got into like punk sooner than I. Than Sonic me, Youth. Which, she didn't. Sonic Youth. <laughs> I can, I can yeah. tell you she oh, didn't. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> I know. I mean, for me, 92, would, I, it's like, you know, I would have put, there would have been Nirvana, there would have been Beastie Boys, there would have been uh, Madonna. Mm, there was, yep, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think we might not have gotten any Beastie Boys on there. Mm. Um, but yeah. 92 mall stuff. Okay, what else? What, uh, what uh, uh, getting ready for Girls Night Out with Jackie Johnson. Oh, nice, nice, <laughs> nice. No picks for that one? Oh, for the, get, Girls Night yeah, Out? Y- oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh... Mm. What's that song like? I'm in it up. Okay. I, I want, want the world, world to know. know. Come, I'm coming out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that I would put that for Girls sure. Night Out. Okay. Um, uh, Decepticon by La Tigre. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a great yeah. song. Yeah, that, that's not, not on there. No, but like, yes. I'm just talking about Girls Not If I was a girl, which yeah. was like, believe me, and many like, times in my life I've a picture, I've like tried to think in the perspective of a woman. Sure. Um, and you're like, check me out. I'm a badass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's like, it's like I would think if I, if I was a girl, like it's like you know, like Decepticon would be. It's like it's like I'm gonna go fucking. It's like I'm gonna put on my makeup. Bah, with the bum, bam, bam, yeah. bam, put it yeah, frizzing my hair up. I don't know. I'm, you're right. That's a great choice. It's cooler <laughs> than the ones that we made. Um, uh, oh, Goth Wedding with April Richardson. That's, that's one of my favorites. Fucking great. A very long bar fight with Brian Safi. <laughs> um, very long. A ten song bar fight. That's wow. what it is. A that's very so great. Long bar fight. Oh boy, I felt like I was on drugs while we recorded that. <laughs> we went. That have was a very crazy one. Have you ever? Of course, I was a straight edge kid from Richmond. Yeah, so you have vivid memories yeah. of other people being idiots. Well, that yeah, I mean that the Richmond straight edge scene was known for being incredibly violent. So you guys rivaled Salt Lake City. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were Hato 4. Have you heard the Hato 4 crew? Yes. That's yeah. the Richmond area code. Yeah. Holy shit. Didn't fucking like, what was that racist va- band on Victory? Uh, <sighs> Two Life Prob- Crew? Probably. No, that was a hip hop crew. No, no. One Life Crew. Okay. 
Probably. One Life Crew. They they were like a racist hardcore straight edge band, but I think I remember them mentioning that. Not that they were from there. Yeah, but, it uh, was a uh, it was it's it, that that was what I finally was like, oh, this is bad. These are bad people. I should not do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't like, hang out like, with them anymore. Than them. They and they also the whole time were like, you're better than us. You shouldn't Jeez. be hanging out with us. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying things. I'm 14 now. <laughs> um, <laughs> gotta get this racism shit a shot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. They, no, they were more like, oh, you're. You're racist. We're gonna beat you with a bike chain, and I was like, "Oh, that's still bad." Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's I got not right. I got into an argument uh, during the whole, um, you know, Nazis getting punched thing. Mm-hmm. I said, "Punch every Nazi you see." Sure. And someone said, "Well, you can't condone violence. That's you know, you're stooping down to their level." And I'd be like, "No, no, no, no," because uh, being a Nazi is an act of aggression, mm-hmm. and um, anytime there's uh, any kind of act or you know form of energy there's an equal and opposite reaction and so being a nazi the equal and opposite reaction to that is getting punched in the face yeah that feels like that's a fair that's a balanced I think response so. and i got into an argument on a guy that i used uh used to hang with uh he was a satanic uh, certified satanic priest and he was in some of the best pop punk bands in hawaii he seems fun uh he was he was a good guy um, niche, very niche. Yes, he's probably. They, it's actually one of his songs, "Love in a Cemetery," covered by the Queers from uh, Chicago. Oh, interesting. That was their claim Legit to fame. Fact. Yeah, and so uh, and they're really good, really good, uh, solid pop punk. Uh, but like, we got into an argument, and like, he's like, "You can't condone violence. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad." And like, I'm arguing with the satanic priest, and I totally forgot. I was like, "Oh, that's like, like that's people into satanic church, like they like they're way against violence mm-hmm. and they're way like against like getting into other people's shit. Hmm. It's very like you know an Ayn Rand sort of thing. A bit is it's sort it, of like, like rugged individualists, right? Yeah, the exactly. Thing, yeah. Do you? A bit of it though. He talked to me when when I was like fifteen. He told me about it. He said uh, he said it's all about like making sure you're okay so you can better help other people. Hmm. But you you shouldn't like help other people if you're not ready to do it because you're going to fuck things up even worse for them. Yeah. And, and you're going to do it from a selfish place. And none of it is about, cause you'll get rewarded later in magic town. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, I don't know why. What did I get into this? Uh, we did, I got yeah, back still doing There's There's a whole the devil. The, anyway, I got a podcast coming up. Oh, uh, great. Uh, it's like, so if you were to do a theme on mm. Eliza's podcast, what would it be? Yeah. What would you want to do? It can oh, be silly geez. or it can be relatable. Uh, what is the thing that is most... I would probably do end up doing something about like spending a summer in South America. Oh, oh that's pretty okay. cool. Yeah. All right. What kind of stuff would be on it? A lot of bossa nova. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. having a very heavy bossa nova. So I would have... Five, my five submissions would be Girl from Ipanema. No, no, no. It would be like... Uh, there's no non-asshole way to say this shit. It would be bossa nova music. At least Regina. Does anyone know who that is? Nara Liao... Mercedes Sosa. I love and you, this. Don't, don't deny that you would put that dude from Life Aquatic somewhere on that list. Sue George? Uh, Sue yeah. George. Sue yes. George. Maybe. maybe. I'll be at the bottom I have of that. A, I have a ridiculous um, uh, Brazilian music collection um, and like some Argentinian stuff right. also. So I feel like I could be up to that challenge. I could, I could meet you on that. Okay. I'm yeah. happy to do it. Yeah. Or I would do something regarding death metal. Okay. Really? Yeah, heavy, oh, hey. Heavy, heavy death metal. S- quick segue to music news. Slayer has announced that final they are tour. Yes. doing their final tour. They are done. Yes. Is this the first time they've said it's their final? No, no. no you're thinking about the time that their uh, Jeff Henneman, their guitarist, died because he got bit by a spider and then got uh, an infection in his blood. They, Jonah? Ew. Am I? Jonah. 
Rain and blood, indeed. It's actually untrue. Oh. He did not. He did not die from necrotizing fasciitis. <laughs> he died from cirrhosis of the liver. Oh. Jeff Hanneman okay. died because he was an alcoholic. He did have an infection. In, I know so much about Slayer. Like we shouldn't even get into this, but <laughs> he had an infection in his arm that he acquired in a jacuzzi. <laughs> and oh, it was passed off by the band there. PR See, I was knew that he jacuzzis got. Jacuzzis were dangerous. He got necrotizing so fasciitis from a, from a brown recluse. Oh. But in fact, it was a cover for the fact that he had an infection in his blood. And when they autopsied Jeff, he died of cirrhosis of the liver. Why did they have to have a cover? Why couldn't they just say a jacuzzi killed him? He's because he was, he was yeah. so sick. And also, when Jeff Hanneman was, <clears throat> when the rumor was that he had necrotizing fasciitis, which, is there a better thing to say? Every person, myself included, was looking at the pictures of his arm online, and I was like, this is the most Slayer thing that has ever happened. <laughs> like, this is the coolest shit that has ever, ha- Jeff Hanneman, like, two-thirds of his, Whatever this part of your body is, bicep. arm. Good cast. I think arm. Of his bicep was was gone. Ooh, he actually oh. died of cirrhosis. Jesus. He did. Sorry. Still, still sounds pretty tough. Yeah, still rough. Yeah. Mm. Yikes. Does that help? Is that good cast? Uh, that's good cast. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's a bunch of like fucking assholes. Listen, it's going. Duh! Everyone knows that. Come on. Deanna and I, the day he died, Deanna and I were in Paris, and oh, this is a great story. I'll never forget where I was when Jeff Hanneman died. Yeah, well, no, because I was I was in Paris, and like, uh, it's like our friend Daniel Weinfeld uh, told us, like, he's he's like, hey, there's a there's like a death metal um, death metal bar slash Argentinian steakhouse, um, like not too far away from the river. Uh, so we're just like, let's go find it. So it's like we went up this alleyway, and then it's just this fucking bar called the Black Dog, and it was just like a bunch of like gnarly, like long haired leather jacket, like crazy looking white dudes. Mm-hmm. Rare that you look at a bar full of white dudes and go, oh, I don't know about going in there <laughs> as a white guy. Uh, and then we went in, and then there was like four tables in the back, and then there was just like they give you a piece of paper written down the types of steak they have and the types of sauces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the whole time I, they were playing Slayer, and I was just like, this is this is good that we came here. Yeah, this Good. is the way to great. honor yeah. him. It was very, very nice. Um, nice place to mourn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so that's a good. Uh, so a road trip through South America or, or death metal or death, or death metal. metal. Okay, so uh, would you have a lot of death metal to back that up, or would you like veer into like hardcore? Well, stuff? that's the thing. I usually i don't i i don't like to build it around a genre unless it's a genre that we're equally unfamiliar with. Oh, that's a good point. It's not about the music itself. It's about the experience. Yeah, yeah. So you fucked yeah. up there. No, that's okay. But it guys right. has some good music news. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's why I I usually pitch. Three, three or four topics, and then I'm like, or you tell me, um, and like see what comes up because I like I, I also don't want to pin you into as a guest into a specific genre. Like, that, yeah, <laughs> like when you think like waking up in winter, what songs would you put in that playlist? Oh, wow, gotcha. You know, mm. or like um, starters, right? Or like yeah. uh, uh, um, uh. uh Driving home from a, a bad audition is one we've got coming up soon. <laughs> Little um, inside baseball. It is, but it's any the kind movie. of but any kind of disappointing like I driving home from something. I frustrating day in the writer's room. Yeah, there you see? go, there you go. Exactly, one. and I think people do like a little bit of inside baseball. No, no, it's, it's very true. <laughs> frustrating, uh, yeah. And I've seen Greg recently. We were both in the same room mm-hmm. where it's like. Uh, Greg was trying to run a room for Punch Up for Hampton, and people were being silly town USA. And I wasn't being so silly; I was being as practical as I can. Jonah focused. I focus, <laughs> but then, like I said, I like made a point saying this is a really good idea, and I knew it was ground and it would work. And then I gave, um, I I gave Greg like a double tap on his foot because it was nearby, 
and Greg got very upset. And he says, he's like, it's hard to be the showrunner because no one ever shuts up and ever has any good ideas that work. And then he tapped me back. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, next time I'm running a room, I got to really rein it in. That's how I do. Oh, it sucks running a room when you uh, like being a real real loudmouth in a room. Because suddenly, yeah, you have to worry about that stuff. Subtweet. Well, what's so funny about that <laughs> well, is no, like I'm Hampton, saying that's me. Like I, well, I'm as head head writing a show now. I'm like, mm, all I want to do is like, blah, like make the funny jokes. Yeah, but you got to steer the ship. Yeah, it yep, sucks. That's very true. Uh, you can't have it both ways. Mm. You can't have it both ways. We're going to stop for a one minute and eighteen second song uh, by the band uh, Right on Time. Wait, from right on time. By, oh, no, sorry. The band's called Get Action. The song's called uh, Back on the Ball. One minute, 18 seconds. Then we're going to come back and listen to what uh, Neil and Cash would do for their episodes Yay. of Eliza's podcast. And then talk about what show she works on and why she works on it.
save the day, but we never spend the night. We only wanted someone there to hold us tight. It would be so right. We can't go big, so just go That's what Neil does in lieu of the uh, applause that From we used to have. From the soundboard, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that uh, was a two-songer two there. Um, the uh, We had a bat, you know, get action play, and they're from um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is where one of my favorite bands of all time are from, Scared of Chaka. Uh, Scared of Chaka, and also Flake Music from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, Scared of Chaka is a great, 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 great punk band, a garagey punk band that was around for a long time. They were on Empty Records, moved on over to Sub City Records later in the day. Um, but then uh, Flake, they did a split with Flake Music. Flake Music had a song called The Shins. And um, the we played that. On, we've played that on. We played that song on here. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a song called "The Shins," and then that guy from that band left Flake Music, uh, and then moved to the Northwest and started The Shins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would and be then, James Mercer. That'd be James Mercer. And then um, uh, the main, the singer from Scared Chaka, went on to like uh, join The Shins. I think after the first album came out. Mm-hmm. After his uh, band, he had another band that he tried out in the Northwest as well. Bum, but uh, bum, yeah, bum, very good. Very, one of my favorite uh, bands, Scare Chaka. And this band, I think, is is legitimately carrying the torch of that uh, that Southwest Desert garage oh, punk stuff. Yeah, the Empire State. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but then after that, we played one of the one of the bands we've been playing since the get go on this show, The Good Graces. Uh, Kim Ware of The Good Graces. Uh, she's an incredible. Uh, songwriter, uh, musician, and just a, a sweet person. Really, really good music. Uh, go and check her stuff out if you can. The Good Graces. Again, you can get all the music and the links on the Nerdist post. Uh, but uh, Or in the description of the podcast. So, There's no links, but the, the, the and this, name. Oh, in the everything. description of the podcast on iTunes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So look look at your phone right now and go to the info, and it'll have all the song names. And Great. Everything should be spelled right. Ah, they'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but back to that idea of uh, podcasts and playing music. Yes, it's uh, Eliza. So uh, Neil and Cash, they have they have uh, in this in no way makes you you don't have to have them on your. Show. I, I'm aware. Yes, that's okay. okay. I just want to say it's not like a little it's, insulted about how quickly she was aware of that. Yeah, yeah. You have to book Cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Cash. Greg, Neil comes. Greg, you should definitely have. Okay. <laughs> well, he's got podcasts. These guys. Well, Greg ops. and I go way back. Neil, yeah. yeah, exactly. Neil will sandbag it. 
Um, well, and Cash, actually, I think I recommend. I recommend yeah, Cash. It, She's a good it's storyteller. Dumb, dumb enthusiasm. Uh, <laughs> dumb enthusiasm. It's, it's, it's like a puppy that you're like, oh, maybe its parents were I'll tell you, litter mates. Yeah. I'll tell you, just to, just to put it out there, like some more that I pitch to people that people have been reluctant to to go for have been like um, exploring a cave, walking home from getting dumped, oh, um, a a, uh, fighting off zombies, um, sp- uh, uh, spending a night in a beach house with a teen killer, um, <laughs> making a hotel room a home. Um, Wait, is that oh, with man, a teen killer one on one? What? Like you're babysitting a teen killer? No, like you're in a you're in a beach house and there's there's a there's a there's a teen killer there. It was that was uh, so it's I was, like a scream situation or like a horror movie. Yes, like yeah. so there's a bunch of you y- and one be. of you is a killer. Yes, okay, that, that gotcha. seems like Speaking a lovely situation. I got the, I got the uh, the call that I was, you know, I was both excited and a bit uh, ashamed that I would be able to pull it off. But um, uh, Boyd Vico and Brad Stevens, our friends, are, are working on uh, Joel McHale's new show, mm-hmm. and I got a text from Boyd asking, "He's like, hey, could you be, uh, could could you play that pizza guy from Mindhunter?" <laughs> if in a sketch if we made a sketch I was like oh Ed Kemper the co-ed killer yeah I can play the really big tall guy with a mustache and glasses that goes you gotta get that pussy before the mung sets in I'm sold yes yeah exactly <laughs> is that your audition <laughs> did you have to yeah, if did you, have you to were too on, expensive on what, was that? what was that what does that mean <laughs> like should we clip that out and send it to them as yeah. the audition no no no, no. They offer just, only you're buddy. Offer only. oh boy uh, I just remembered I have to put myself on tape for something. So you, <laughs> you want to? We can we can turn everybody else's mics off. You can just do it audio. No, no, it. it's got to be a face thing too. All right, let's. All right, uh, so what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Uh, what do you got? What do you got? This is maybe lazy, but I would do Halloween playlist okay. with all covers. Okay. Ooh. Well, but breaks the rules, of course. Yes. So I would have to put it in context. So are you? Are you handing out, uh, is this for a party or are you handing out treats for trick-or-treaters? Um, probably be for a party. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> that sounded like a guy go, but probably a party. Well, I've just never handed, out tri- I've never handed out candy. Okay, is this a grown-up only party or is this like, <laughs> can people bring their kids? Your Honor, I have never handed out candy. Indignant response. Sorry, Do you know who I am? I'm Neil. <laughs> I don't hand out candy. No, I'm face down in a bar on Halloween. Uh... I mean, that's the playlist then. Okay. Okay, there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on Halloween. Elias is yeah. good. There you go. Yeah. And then it's just the same playlist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I got it already, and then I got too excited. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> then everyone showed up. <laughs> face, down, face down at a bar on, on Halloween. Halloween. What are the songs that make you lift your head? Uh, Donna's doing Strutter. This is just your covers playlist. <laughs> I know. Yeah, see, you, you, I haven't made a playlist in eight years. You like ten minutes a, ago, I said get ready. But you don't have to make a whole playlist. All, okay. See, that that's the thing. You think about the because fi- when I said waking up in winter, even you were like, oh, mm-hmm. like mm, you know, when, okay. When you can't, like? when you, like? he was like, oh. Well, <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. What about this? Started growing me on what the albums were. That's no, that's fair. That's fair. How about this? How about this? Redo. Okay. If I asked you to do a, a playlist for, um. Getting out of bed when you don't get don't want to get out of bed. Ooh. Oh, you, s- you got a song? So like, impressions the, that I the get. Inter- by Boston's? The internal irony is like to go with like it's a beautiful morning, where you're like, no, is it's that not? Like, <laughs> yeah, and it might. And sometimes it's the songs that you're like, 
I cannot stare at my ceiling while this song is playing. Like yeah. for me, one of them is definitely <laughs> Mambo Number Five. Oh no! Yeah, and that's not because I'm like, yeah, I love hearing it. It's like you can't. I can't. Okay, I gotta get yeah. up. I yeah. have I to. I gotta start making crazy yeah. decisions like that. For, you can't yeah. just like lie in a bed and it's just like, my life is shit. Yeah, you gotta be like, all right, well, okay. My current alarm is I can't wait. My new shoes. It oh. just it just gives me energy and what what can't they wait for? Who knows? The day's gonna tell me. For years, yeah. my wake up alarm was um, was Joni by this by Julian Villard, who's a, a singer songwriter who then I became very good friends with. So it became oh, I'm like weird. I can't have the uh, I gotta <laughs> change this now. It's like creepy and I have to like people will think I'm in love with you and I'm yeah. <laughs> Mine was uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Okay. Uh, by the Beatles uh, for wait, a while. Deep cut the. Yeah, but it's nice. It's nice. It's like, mm, do you know, nice do you know it? it? It's like a B side. It crescendo, <laughs> so it's a good alarm because it starts, you know, uh-huh. pretty and then it gets. Right. Doesn't that start out? Wake up, get out of bed. No, no, no it's picture life. yourself. Yeah, yeah. Picture yourself uh, in a boat in a river. The yeah. one I just switched it to the other day is uh, like one of the a song from the Amelie soundtrack, and it's uh, it gets. You mean me the musical up. Amelie no, or no, 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 the no, movie? From the movie okay. Amelie. Musical, but it's wow. like yeah, Jan's took it. What's the guy who did the? Yeah. The uh, Jan Stenerud? Yes, sure. He's a place kicker for the Vikings. Right. <laughs> but it, he uh, might have more in him. Yeah, it's true. But it's uh, the uh, it's the it's it's just it gets me up so quick. It's just like and like I just immediately yeah, like, gotta, turn it off. Yeah, the mornings when I start with just news are garbage days. Yeah, they're terrible. And I have to remind Huey myself, Lewis? like, yeah, because I mean, it's so derivative. <laughs> no, but it's without just, Huey, we're <laughs> nothing. It's just the news, so it's just <laughs> instrumental. Yeah, if there's no text. Huey, you're not a band. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. no uh, that's Huey? absolutely yeah. the opposite. Any day that starts with Huey Lewis in the it's news, just the is demo yeah. of if this is it. <laughs> it's a great um, way to start your day. It yeah. honestly would be. I might. I need to make a note. It's just a bunch of guys going. Do believe in love, and then nothing else. No guy going. Do you believe? Uh, uh, so, Cash, what yes. would yours be? Uh, this was I, I, this was a time when I didn't have a music player, and I really wanted one. Um, when I took a Greyhound bus from, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it was from Houston to Austin. Okay. So it was it was very sort, but I was on a Greyhound bus from Houston to Austin, and I was being terribly depressed by all the people around me, and I was like, mm-hmm. I probably just need some country music to like make these people's stories seem sweeter mm-hmm. because it was too out. close at that point. It was like you could see the meth, and you j- didn't. You needed to step back. <laughs> you you and needed see to romanticize. The, the the it was just Greyhound bus from Houston to Austin. Uh, Greyhound bus from Houston to Austin. Oh, I thought you mm-hmm. said Boston. Jesus oh, no, that's, Christ, that's <laughs> so much better. Yeah, that's, and that's way more than ten songs. Or the Chinatown bus from Boston like, to New York. Either, either of those yeah. two bus trips. On a Greyhound from Austin to Dallas. No, Houston. <laughs> Houston. Okay. On a Greyhound from Austin to Houston. Looking forward and never behind. <laughs> I gotta find a new thing to point my life at. Because I'm around. tired of looking at you behind. Wow! Just got instantly quiet when we're all like, "Yeah, I couldn't believe you guys weren't still talking during that." It's such a bummer when someone is uh, casually good at singing. Uh, (laughs) Boy, I mean, this—that's a whole ball of yarn in my life to unravel. I always felt that it's like I remember one time. uh, This was years ago. God, this must have been like 2003 or something. Neil and I went with uh, Scott Ackerman and Kulop 
Mm-hmm. To like, they're like, hey, we're going to go karaoke, and then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, cool, we're going to a bar, and there'll be karaoke there. Yeah, and then we go. It's someplace on Sotel, and it's a room, and it's oh. just oh yeah, up, and me and Neil, and that's it's it, just, just four of you, just four of us, because it was just like but, well, I, mean, I would no, love that. I think like Kevin Session was there. Kevin Session maybe for a bit. Look, I've taken dates to private karaoke rooms. Yes. No, like, so that's great. First Have dates? you ever made out in a karaoke room? <laughs> well, it depends. There are, there's one karaoke room in LA where they saw me. I've gone there with different guys, and yeah. one guy I walked in with, and they were like, you guys have to sign this thing that says you're not going to fuck in our rooms. Jesus. And I'm like, ooh, we have an electricity between us. Because <laughs> you didn't make me sign that before or after. <laughs> the best response to that ever has been like, but just fuck. But just Everything fuck. else, game no, on. As long as there's the no pants. penetration. We can karaoke this in whole here. Paper that was like you won't like no adult physical behavior. Jesus, that's yeah. crazy. It's so crazy they had to pay a lawyer to draft that. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might have just been like somebody's dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, been like this seems right. But do you, like Neil and I were like, it was like, oh, this will be fun because it's like we had our booze and stuff like that, and then. It's and then Scott and Coolup. I don't first. think they had booze at that thing. Did we not have booze? I think we, you and I, were like parking lot, like shaking oh, people right. down. Like, is there a like a you know Seven Eleven or something yeah. around here? <laughs> that was back when like it's like Neil Cash and I and BJ Porter would like go in parking lots and before open mics and like stab people. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. yeah, before okay. open okay. mics. No, we were before open mics in the valley. We'd all like be drinking, and it's like very fun for us. But then I realized like. BJ Porter was like 33. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a kid now. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah He's yeah, great. Yeah. He's great. Nailed it. Um, um, but uh, the, uh, so, yeah, I remember just like, and then Scott and Coolidge just started singing, like singing, not karaoke singing, but singing. Mm-hmm. And it fucking sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I usually do like a weird owl song. Yeah. People don't like to karaoke with me. Because <laughs> you, you go too hard. Well, I mean, I'm not. I I I went to, I went on a commercial audition one time for some like Christmas when I still did commercial auditions. Didn't realize they stole my soul. Um, hey, they, my wife's soul is being stolen <laughs> every day. Good for her. Yeah. Um, it's it's not true for everyone. It was true for me. Yes, it was um, true for me as well. And uh, it was for some Christmas commercial for Target, and they were like, "It's supposed to be regular people singing." And I was like, "Great!" Holy okay. shit, I did that. Me and a uh, fucking Kate Freund were paired up in that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was paired with some comedy guy. I don't remember who. And so I was like, "Okay, here I'm singing the song, and the song I'm singing. There we go." And they were like, and the woman stopped the camera and was like, "Okay, we get it. You can sing." Ooh. <laughs> oh. um, this is wow. it's supposed to sound like normal people, and I was like, uh, "Okay, all right, okay." And we did it again, and I tried to like make it worse because I already wasn't like, "Okay, get it, we can sing." <laughs> like it, I was like, "Doodly do," and they still were like, "She stopped it again," and was like, "Uh, yeah, okay, it's really not supposed to be that kind of thing." And I was like, "I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. There are holes in my head that resonate in a way that sounds like that to you. I'm really not pushing anything here." Lady, Do you I think th- that's it? Do you think that's a big part of singing is the, the shape of someone's skull? Yeah, for sure. Um, my sister is a Broadway actress. What? Yeah, it is. The sh- did you suggest that the part of singing is the shape of the human skull? Yeah, well, eugenics, no, bro. Get with it. Skull, and your skull and your, <laughs> your skull and like the holes inside my of it skull. and the resonant. The, 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 I mean, it's like a violin, right? You, it, there are parts that, that resonate. In the same way that Your it body's viol- an instrument, yeah. dude. Okay. The same way that Fair it affects enough. what comes out of like a violin or a guitar, like the things that can. If you but if you stuffed a bunch of t-shirts inside of a this guitar, this is coming from it a guy that tried to sing like Tom Waits' Eight, uh, the replacements. <laughs> <laughs> 
True story. Okay. The first time my high school band ever recorded demos, the engineer literally said to me, I hope your thing is being off key. Ooh. Um, I mean, but, there's a lot. But Eliza, mm-hmm. that affects the sound and the tone of the music. Yes. Not if you're on Key. That's true. That's what right, I was. Right. Yeah, okay. that that's a different issue, right. and that's about training your ear. And so I think that you, you know be, some yeah. people m- might have a real divide where it's un- something they're not able to do. But I think for most people, if you practiced a lot, you could hear it. But I think before people get a chance to practice, very often they're discouraged by some sort of teacher or person like that who are like, you're not good at this. And they think it's a magical thing that they're either good at or not good at instead of like, you need to listen to a tone and make a sound and see if you can slide it up and down and figure out when your sound matches that sound and train your ear to like know the difference. And just a, a lot of, most people don't really get encouraged to do that and to play around with their voice in that way. Um, but like I was going to, the, as far as the resonant things, like as I say, my, my sister is a professional Broadway singer and or star, per, like actor, whatever, all this stuff. Um, and she and I, in very many ways, sound this sound similar, even though I don't have the training that she does, hmm. and I don't have the background that she does. Like I don't have any vocal training, but we have this. We we have the same genes that made up our bones and the holes in our heads and that stuff. So like. Mm, some of it's going to come out sounding kind of similar. You know who's a surprisingly amazing singer is uh, Hampton Young. That does not shock me because he's he's shocking at every turn. Yeah, yeah. that dude so. is like the funniest. He's the funniest guy. Also, I have just told him he is a cousin of mine. It, we've just de- I have decided both from Virginia. We're both from Virginia. His middle name is one of my family names. Oh yeah, that's that's oh, good. Hampton Warner or something. What is it? I mean, no, I, Warner I, it's is too basic. Hampton Parker. It is. Parker, yeah, yeah. yeah like that's it my be mother's more maiden weird name. Than that. So yeah, but he's from like the opposite of Richmond, right? Well, no, he's, he's from, from the Burbs Tide- of DC. He's from pressing down on your microphone. He's from Tidewater. Uh, you got it. Yeah. yeah, he's not. From, he's from Tidewater, which is like it's mostly um, Navy families. It's a lot of military down there. You're gonna say Jews. Why would I say that? That's, that's code. That's you always whistle. think we're gonna say Jews. You know, Navy families. Yeah, no, and uh, and yeah, from what I know of his family, this would be weird if we just made this a podcast talking about Hampton, him not here. Well, I love um, Hampton. Yeah, we so all much. love Hampton. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. him so much. Genius. Um, yeah, I, Genius I, that will self-destruct. I had to be a very aggressive friend maker with him. I was like, we're going to be friends. And he was like, yeah, okay. I'm like, nope, deal with it because yeah. it's going to happen. And uh, Jordan, he just would, would sort of like be like, okay. Yeah. Where have you heard him sing? Dude, just like when we were on that uh, MST tour, where we were, even when we were doing like Mr. Science Theater riffs, like we we're all in the booth and we can hear each other. So in between stuff, Hampton could just, he could do Michael Jackson to a T. He could just start all his, singing. All of his impressions all are of his impre- insane. And, it, and that's <laughs> the thing. It's like impressions are nuts. That was a big deal when, when there was a, um, you know, the riffs are kind of allocated. Sometimes... Sometimes specifically, sometimes uh, randomly. Mostly randomly. It's just they kind of just go down. You know, it's uh, so if it starts, if a if a uh, a section of the movie starts with me doing the first riff, the next one is Baron, the next one is Hampton, next one is me. The next, so it's like that. Sometimes that happens just as a way to kind of get them all down. But when we're doing them, sometimes there's a conversation about like I, you know, it's like oh I can't do this voice, and there was uh, I wasn't able to pull off a. Um, the uh, uh, Morgan Freeman voice. 
And I was, it was like, it's like, no, I can't do it. Like, I was just, it was just was a little off and mm-hmm. it sounded, you know, dumb. And then, uh, and then Baron's like, well, I can do it. And Baron did it. And then, uh, and then Hamza's like, yeah, yeah, try it, try it again. And then like he did it. And Baron, it was, it was okay, but it was also kind of on par with mine. Mm-hmm. And then Hampton went into it. And then Baron was like, this is making me very upset. I feel very offended. <laughs> but Hampton gets the Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Hampton, he's just so good at everything. It makes me, like, it, it's one of those things where it makes me so happy. Like, there's a speed bump of frustration where I'm like, why can't I do that? But it's so delightful. Yeah. Whatever yeah. he does, that I'm Goes like, back well, to your I com- just, competitive I Latin days. <laughs> yeah. I'm working what? on a Hampton imitation, but. It goes a little bit something like this. Did your did your dad ever like just shoot out the window at you when you were in the front yard? <laughs> He'd be like, "What happened?" He'd be like, "Yeah, one time my dad like he shot a snake. I was on the front yard or whatever." So, what time are we working today? Yeah. <laughs> okay, my, every single story about his family is way way crazier than yours. I, my, my, oh, for sure. My hand yeah. is always just like a. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. This is. I, I gotta go. That's everything. It's like, you know, the tour, he didn't, he wasn't on the bus. He flew to every city. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Huh. He did not want to be on the bus. He's like, could you pay for my flights? They said no. He's like, well, I guess it's on me then. Flew to every city. <laughs> wow. He's, he's one of my favorite people in the entire world. And I love the fact that he showed up, me and Sean O'Connor and uh, Nick Maritato and Andrew Wright were on tour in 2006 or seven, and he showed up. Like at our DC show, he's like, "Hey, he's like, hey, I saw, I saw that you guys were in town. Do you mind if I open up for the on the show?" We're like, "Whatever, kid. Yeah, bite the bullet. No one's here anyway. No one Ooh, ever showed up." You got such a mean look on your face. No, yeah. I just learned something about 2006 Jonah. Oh, oh yeah. no, 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 no. no. You learned something about that, that tour. Was, <laughs> yeah. That tour was the worst thing, and that was more of uh, that was that was. Uh, Nick Maritato and Sean O'Connor going, yeah, sure, go for it. Bite the bullet. I was just like, I was like, that's a pretty good Sean. Uh, bite yeah. the bullet. And then oh, I that's my a better Sean. Oh, geez, what if I didn't be weird for a moment? Uh, I worked with Sean. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah. So uh, you um, forget forget jerking out Hampton for just yeah, we a bit. We love him. We all I do want to have him and uh, Dave Ross on. I do want to have him and Dave yeah, Ross on. Yeah, they get your little suicide buddies yeah, on Yeah, the here. suicide buddies. Um, they have a great podcast called the Suicide Buddies, uh, yeah. which is I'm jealous because it's like I feel like I'm the suicide guy. Oh, uh, okay. I, I told a suicide joke on Conan, and it bombed, and it oh. infected the rest of the set. Wow. No one wants to see a guy <laughs> talk about suicide. <laughs> anyway... So uh, you you were a writer on the Late Late Show with James, James Corden? Corden. Yeah, drop the mic. Yeah, what? but I mean that's that's how I yeah. So that's she how was, I that's how I know. Yeah, cash. she was on. She she was a uh, and then they had the drop the mic. Uh, yes, bit, and then now you are the head writer on Drop the Mic. Yes, which as is the TV uh, show, the the freestyle rap show. It's not freestyle. It's not freestyle. It's all Written. scripted. We wrote we write those. Um, it's a rap battle between yes. celebrities, so we write all their stuff. Um, and then they, you know, work with us. They've got notes. Yes. We, we, we massage them into place. Um, well, you're really good at freestyling. Thank you. It's a weird, useless skill. Yeah, but I'm good at it. It's weird. It's, it's so really weird. weird. And I was at a show once where, like, they I started. You saw me do that. Yeah, and they started playing a beat. Are you're not doing that to me right now, are you? They started playing a beat. No, are you doing that to me now? Yeah. That's too. Ha <laughs> ha.
<laughs> if you want, I could, I could, I can try. I'll start freestyling. Kick it off, Jonah. Yeah. Kick it off. Yeah, Jonah, kick it off. But just to let you know, most of my freestyling is about how I don't like myself and I'm bad at yeah, freestyling. Do it. Once the beat drops, we'll do okay, it. Okay. All right. Uh -huh. Very liquid swords. My father was the Shogun's assassin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna just pick another track. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go for All it, right, Jonah. See, so this is this is what happens when I try to freestyle. I'll okay. just let you. I'll, I'll, I'll clue you in on it. Every time I start, I start. I try to think of words, and I can't think of the words, and so I try to think of blurs. And blurs is a thing that I do when I make up words because I'm through with this. I'm not good at freestyling because I'm sad. I always think about how good I am, but then I'm actually bad. And then I want to try and do my best, but then when I'm in my car, I'm, I'm second best. See, honestly, Jonah, I think you're really good. And I think that if you had the opportunity, you should take it further and go and see what you can do because I'm, I'm just guessing. But looking at you, I think that you're probably great. You have all these thoughts. And not only that, you also got the kind of brain that could turn things around and make them somehow sound like they're interesting even when they're not and honestly that's <laughs> with freestyling a lot because all of it doesn't always land and you gotta have to lay back and understand that you gotta just do your best and give it a shot and if you don't get it well then everyone forgot they only remember the things that are great and everybody else well they just wait and then they take their own turn and they go their own style and everybody is just trying to get a mile down the road to success and Jonah you've made it and less important now is that because really you I don't know I'm just see I thought this would be like a black thought situation <laughs> everyone heralding your situation where everyone would say the same rhyme you said situation everyone rhymes like you would say ruler and then the teacher told us to go and get a ruler see this is what I'm talking about I get too much in my side of my head and then I try to be and I'd rather rather be in bed see I'll even repeat a word and Neil will be embarrassed because of the words I said <laughs> <laughs> but Neil will never try. That makes me feel like a better guy. That Neil will never put himself out on okay, a limb. Okay, okay, okay. I think I understand and I see what you mean. It's all circling around about self-esteem. It's all about what you think of yourself. And honestly, I think you got to... Oh, what is the beat stopping? Now there's a whole different... No, uh, we already did uh, one. We did uh, one. Oh, we already did one. Well, now is I guess this, it's you Greg. Just, it's you Greg's just want to eat... Oh, oh, does Greg freestyle? Uh, Greg... Uh, hold on. Okay. What he did? That's so dirty. Free to the sky. Words coming out of my mouth. Not by the kilometer, but by the mile. Cash dropped the beat. Need something to eat. Sitting here, right parked in my seat. With a whiskey in my hand and command of the mic. Yo, Neil. Should I pass this shit over? Neil would Drop never the hood do on, it. Rock the bakalava. Like a mountain pouring out the lava. of Vesuvius, Etna. And some of the other ones that flow as I flow and I go. Shit, that's, that's nice. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Neil, it's your turn. Yes, it is. Oh, Neil, that was good. You don't understand hip hop. Yeah. Here, you know what I was actually here. This is what I could do. I could uh, I could just read and it will sound like freestyle. Yes. Right? All right. What are you reading from? This is from Dan O'Bannon, the writer of Alien, Total Recall, and Return of the Living Dead. Ooh. This nice. is his book on uh, screenwriting. Okay. Which is very good. I recommend it. Let's do. Uh, a... Okay. This All right. Technology. This is called looking for a formula. Mm. All right. 
it's already sounding like a hip hop song. First, a reason you Comment. must have characters, then you have to have something to them to conflict about. This is conflict when <laughs> two people are at each other's throats over something, over an issue. They disagree about the best way to resolve the issue. One guy thinks it should be handled one way, the other guy thinks a different solution is the way to go. They would be different conflict in Alien. For example, the issue would be what to do with the humans. See, it doesn't work as no, well. No, it's got a rhyme. Yes, that was not your right. thesis going into this. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be. I thought it would work. I, re- I, I, I presented it like it's something. You missed the part about rhyming. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cash. Yes. Money. Go. Get a China, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick in your brain. All right. Mm. Drop. Uh, yeah, did I ever try to get you to do my rap battle? You've asked. And you've said? No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you, you shouldn't after what we just saw. That was a pretty that was, that was very good. That was very uh, good to both of you. Uh, yes. Greg was really good. I My brain like rushes forward. Yeah, that's what happens. You just kind of have to like let your brain do that and then turn off all the parts of your brain that say no. But Eliza, can I say something? Can I ask yes. you a question? So if somebody said to me right now, um... We're going to have a blues jam, and I'm going to get on stage and play guitar and play the blues off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. I have rehearsed my freestyle blues jam for 25 years. Oh, yeah. That's a different kind of freestyle. So you will think that I'm freestyling, but really this run of notes that I've played, I've played a thousand times. Right. Would you not agree that some element of freestyling are rhymes that have been rehearsed that are being regurgitated on the air? Absolutely. That's But that's that's why I, with my my freestyle quote unquote battle, I call it an improvised rap battle because freestyle originally meant you were improvising it, but has come to mean, yes, you've memorized your freestyle bars that can go with any beat. Right. Um, so it's not like it has to be with this beat, which honestly anything can go with any beat. It's if it's the right tempo. Um, so it doesn't mean it's coming out of your head for the first time. Yes, so when people say when people are like, "Oh, it's their freestyle bars. You got to check it out." Yeah, that's not the first time at all. Mm-hmm. They've done that many, 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 many times. Um, so yeah, what I do is it ends up being a lot more sloppy, but it is just being made up in front of you. Um, and it's a so weird So you never rely on material that you've like worked no, out. I I couldn't. It's like a fever dream when it happens. Neil, why won't you rap? Because it, it wouldn't work. I can't do it. But it wouldn't work for me. When Greg didn't think it would work for him, Cash. Greg knew it would work. Listen, as a, I, has been. I don't, don't want to give this away, but I was podcast. doing yeah, that was, lady. Yeah, yeah, no, we, yeah, okay. we know, we know, we know. <laughs> yeah. But at least like Cash did a did a bit about it. Yeah, I was afraid he was going to do a bit. He'll do a tight five it. on freestyling. <laughs> tight five. Like, but you're stand up comedy. You know what words rhyme. Yeah, but uh, uh, I get extreme performance anxiety in that yeah. way. Like, yeah, it's is just that like, why you're foot shaking right now? Yeah, there's tons to do. I, like. I actually I taught improv <laughs> rap for a long time, and there's a, as I said, most of it is removing the things that tell you you shouldn't you shouldn't say that you shouldn't even be doing this. You should. You would be like, so racist. Oh, though. Well, I mean, you don't want that. I think with like, the, the, all the things that are like, well, that rhymes, but it doesn't make any sense. Like, just say it, and you'll get to making it Can we give you Neil for two weeks? I, see, what it, <laughs> see what it comes back as. I also think that I, I have like I fund that. Oh, I have I go a tremendous that. amount of respect for it. I can rap. Oh yeah. I can rap if I have lyrics. You, you want to do our show? You want to do? 
You want to do drop the mic? If you fucking give me lyrics, I'll. I'll we write it for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not famous. Nikki Glazer did it. Nikki Glazer did it. I'm famous. I'm famous enough to be on your show. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but who <laughs> love Nikki Glazer? A, a letter talent Was department. No. Yeah, yeah. I want to know, like, but because they I, always do like, like kind of the Reptilicus rap on uh, Mr. Science Theater, and, and it's that's, great. And yeah, that's a very yeah. like that's a very you know. The, Hardwick almost did it. Hmm. No. No, don't break that Wait. up. Wait, <laughs> no. this is uh, Reptilicus is different than every country has a monster. No, that's the same one. Same Rep- one. Yeah, no, Reptilicus is silly, but it really illustrates the great array of monsters all over the place, not just in Japan, but across the planet. A great, uh, an A to Z gamut or gargantuan panoply. Example, please, name a land, Belize. Oh, geez, easy peasy, maze of See, in the Yucatan, you can meet El Cadejo in Belize. They believe it, and they're not afraid to say so. And uh, Scotland, Nessie's living up in a lock. How about Poland, a scary, scary crow named a bog? See, uh... Super Cup is chewing up cattle down in Mexico. Dale Geese, Horned Gorn, Battle in the Navajo. Congress Kangamata was a mango flying down. I don't want to want to do, but when I do, I'll beat the guy. Excellent. Yeah. There's more. Uh, there, and it's sloppy because I've had cocktails. Oh, no, it's tight. Um, so what What? what does a them. person bring to drop the mic? What That makes them a great competitor on something like that. Like, who is, who is the person that took to it the most in, the, in this first season? Topanga? Because you guys just, <laughs> just got picked up. Right? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, off the couch. Easy on Fischl. Um, let's see. I would say, well, I my favorite battle was um, uh, Cedric the Entertainer versus Nisi Nash. Oh, shit. Oh, that's a good one. And so what they brought to the table was being fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're funny, the people, the, the comics who show up, they, they can tell what jokes in the script that we give them works and what just doesn't work for them. Mm-hmm. And so they don't ask for replacements for anything except things that don't work for them. And they're right when they mm-hmm. ask for those. Um, and the rest of them, they're like, I know how to make that work. I know how to make that work. They're great. Um, it was really fun for me to work with, okay, okay Boys to Men and versus Rascal Flats. That was another great battle. Jeez. Oh, that's awesome. Um, they both knew their wheelhouse and they both just had fun with each other. That's great. And it was one where they just were just clowning on each other and singing each other's songs and we're pretty much like high-fiving and hugging at the end of it, which that's my goal for a battle is always to have people hugging at the end and laughing at each other. Like, can you believe we both did these stupid movies? Yeah, but we made made fun of each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, Usher was, a, was fun to work with because we wrote him a script mm-hmm. and he was like, I don't like that script. Uh, I'm rewriting the whole thing. And so he wrote, rewrote the whole thing. And then when I got into his, his dressing room that day, uh, to shoot it and was like, okay, so we're going to go over this. He was like, I don't like what I wrote either or what you wrote. So we had to rewrite his whole verse, all of his verses, just like hanging out in his room. So I just spent all day with Usher rewriting and it got to the point where I'm just making fun of him to his face (laughs) and He's cool with it. That's really cool. <laughs> it was fun. Um, I want to be down with that. Yeah. I need like, to be pumped up. I need to feel like I'm something. I was like, should we just say like, oh, sure. Like, have you whisper your name a bunch at the beginning of every verse? And he was like, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just feel like it works for you. So. Um, <laughs> Who with the clever pairing? Because like the pairings are always clever like that rascal fast boys to men like well, who would be the always. other like nerd I wish chef? they were always the clever yeah. what Adam Adam Savage versus John Ray <laughs> uh, that guy was a dick to me at a sketch fest party once so no. not him I mean it can be anything we, we had a well you've got beef to settle <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> who would be Ooh, Joss Whedon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we made up oh that's nice kind of <laughs> um 
Um, you and um, who would it be? You and Kumail. Yeah, I mean, well, there, Kumail definitely won't do it. Yeah, Kumail would not do it. Oh my God, Jonah versus Kumail, I would pay a thousand dollars. Right? Yeah, yeah. On round battle, but it would be like the one thing that I they've for sure asked Kumail every possible way. I'm sure. Here's here's the here's the shitty reality of it. Here's the shitty reality of it. If Kumail decided to say, like, like, hey, like it'll be you and Jonah, he'll be like, okay, that makes sense. Like that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And then um, he'll buckle down and he would kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, w- we're doing this as pals. And he'd be like, I am mastering this art. Yeah. And His career has really taken off since he's becoming in competition with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just I keep setting so. goals for him to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dunk on. Know, everyone thinks it's like, it's like Emily is like, you know, really good for him and they wrote mm-hmm. that thing. It's, it's me. It's me. <laughs> next to him. Yeah. Can't even Once say the name of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today is the... It's a good thing. They, they got nominated for Oscar today. They're Academy Award winning writers. Nominated. They're Academy nominated. Award nominated. Sorry, sorry. Academy Award nominated. I mean, unless this comes out in like three weeks. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Academy Award nominated writer. I mean, even though that's enough. That's yeah. they, they got crazy. the trademark in in that. Like, it's Academy. What a good year for comedy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, if Emily Kamel are nominated for writing and Jordan Peele is nominated for best picture for and director for a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. What I a mean, great year we for got the comedy, genres. comedy spilling over into horror. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it always kind of. Yeah, yeah, like sure, 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 for sure, for sure, sure. But like, yeah. great year for comedy. I mean, even uh, Shape of Water is not. Uh, there's a there's some I horror touches, and that you're I, so angry about it. Well, <laughs> no, you're just passionate. No, I <laughs> love I love Shape of Water because it's just it's weird. And yeah. it's like, but it's also broadly appealing. Yes, yeah. and it starts off with you know. Mm-hmm. Like female masturbation in a tub. And For like, sure. It's just like fucking yeah. And, yeah. And, and, then, and then also he has, Guillermo del Toro has like a, it's like whenever anyone says anything about the thing, he has the most thoughtful response about it. Yeah. I, I just watched uh, Paddington last I heard night. Paddington's great. Which Sally Hawkins Pad- is in. And right away she was like, uh, do you want to use the facilities to Paddington the bear? And I was like, I know what you do in there. <laughs> 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 she, she's asking this bear to jerk off. I got it's, uh, <laughs> Did I did I tell this on the last podcast where it's like I did a Q and A? No, 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 you hadn't. Done I got it yet. to moderate a Q and A. No, because we did it the other day. It was after. I don't think Sunday. you talked about it. On, but it's like on I moderate Q and A with Kimmo Del Toro and Doug Ooh. Jones, who's great at, at a screening. I uh, I had an, I just met a guy I, uh, who runs a festival Jones? who's oh. no who's uh, moderated um, Q and A's with him and he was like it's one of my favorite things I've ever done. It's a, it's amazing. It was at it was you know the uh, America Cinematheque people it was at the Egyptian. It was a lot of fun. But it's uh, you know so we go out and I was really nervous uh, just because it's like you know it was, it was packed and it's such a good movie and I didn't want to just you know last like the last time I did like it was I've done moderations with friends and I did one with like uh, you know a friend and then you know Jean Claude Van Damme there mm-hmm. and you know it was just the fact that I was not very good was what was funny but uh, so Guillermo del Toro was there and then. Um, and I was like, so, you know, I started off the thing by saying, so it's like, clearly you were inspired by the Gill Man from Monster Squad. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I got, got some good laughs. Good, good, and, then, good. and then I said, so I was like, but good like, for the nerd crowd. Yeah, for the nerd crowd. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, so, um, you know, Creature from the Black Lagoon. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, when I was a kid, you know, six years old watching that movie, it changed my life. It was so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I loved it so much. I said, so just to, just to make sure everyone's on the same page, you were six years old, kid in Mexico watching Creature from the Black Lagoon, credits start to roll, 
And a six-year-old Guillermo del Toro thinks to himself, I just wish they fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, all the other um, creature from the Black Lagoons, like it kind of, it feels like it does like humanize the creature more and more. Yeah. I think it's creatures from the Black Lagoon. Oh, is it not the same one? It's like one? attorney's general. Okay. <laughs> All right. You went creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. You're right, it's I did. You're right, I did. But the um, one thing I got creatures really, from the Black Lagoon. The one thing I got really upset, I was about to you know, open up for the crowd to ask questions, and I said, and before anyone even bothers asking, we're not going to talk about the fact that putting a towel underneath the door will not fill the entire bathroom full of water. Did everybody's hand go down? Uh, well, it's like everyone, everyone, some people laughed and he, and then the girl was like, no, 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 no. That is based in truth. That yeah. is like everything in the movie is based off of something that's happened to me. And I just went, fuck you. <laughs> to Guillermo del Toro. And then he told a story that was uh, really great and perfect. he's awesome. And I, I, I love That's him. perfect. Yeah. Uh, so um, that, that's, that's it for our show, I think. Okay, great. Yeah. I think. Uh, you got we, anything to plug? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my when podcast. Gonna, when are you going to put this podcast out? Which is um, called Cool Playlist. It's called Cool Playlist. Uh, hopefully it's Wait, dropping. is it called Cool Playlist or <laughs> Cool Playlist? Oh, de- that, de- would, that wouldn't get people on the side at all. It yeah. depends on the episode, honestly. Ooh. Honestly? Mm. Um, it's coming out uh, January 30th. January 30th. Yes. Um, That's great. And you're, you're self-publishing. I'm self-publishing. We're, we're, so I, I, we, you we, might be the first episode. No way. Maybe. Really? I think so. It should have come out yesterday <laughs> for all our listeners. Yeah, for our listeners. For our oh, listeners. So it should be check out now. It out. Check it out. Yeah. It should be out. This, I mean, this episode should go up this week as opposed to the one we did the other day, which was real boring. You got Neil got so sorry. Don't say that. that. People have already heard it. People are. People have already heard it. They know. They were there. He he was. (laughs) Neil Neil was gone. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I made a mistake. Vodka in a little bit of whiskey, and it just. You can't put the vodka in the whiskey. Well, (laughs) (laughs) what happens when you pour it down? Here's going. Mm. Whiskey in the vodka. Jaro. Yeah. Drink them both. Don't offend up. my people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so January 30th. So, people should uh, follow you on social media so they know yes. when this is going up. Yeah. Um, I'm at Eliza Skinner, and the podcast is at coolplaylist.com. Cool playlist pod. Sorry. Yeah. And then we'll also have links to this. Yes. Thing. We, we highly recommend people go and, and check this out because. Just the idea of it is it's it's a lot of fun. It's way more focused than this fucking podcast. <laughs> yep. um, and you're gonna have a great guest coming out. You know, uh, me aside, uh, you got you know April Richardson, uh-huh. Kate Makuchi, uh, uh, Rhea Butcher, Rhea Butcher, Brian Safi, Brian uh, uh, Greg Heller's coming down the I line. I hope so. Cash Hartzell yeah. featuring Neil Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they gotta do one. Yeah, the, I'll, I'll, I'll give you four the, songs. He'll give you one. Yeah, the the dealing with your podcast uh, third <laughs> playlist. <laughs> you guys work out all your issues with Jonah. <laughs> uh, that's all this. I is. can't even work out issues with Matt and Chris Hardway. <laughs> you gonna work out issues with these dudes? I'm in fourth place. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just throwing out ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great, great theme. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so uh, be sure to check out that. And uh, uh, Greg, what do, you, do you have anything? To- do you have anything? Not really. No, I just cruise around. <laughs> well, let's you hope. Got anything? What? Watch let's Hampton hope that fucking Hampton show. show goes. Yes, I have a pilot with Hampton, and keep your fingers crossed it becomes a series. At Gray, at uh, Dong Attack. At Dong Attack, yeah. Don Gaddick. 
<laughs> oh, what, what, a, what a, give us another Twitter account. I know you got like four. Give us one Do more. Do you? I don't know. Fuck yeah. you. Oh. <laughs> oh. What? Oh. I only have the one. Yeah. What? I, didn't I, don't, know I don't even have one anymore. Oh. I'm out, baby. I'm yeah, done. I'm, I'm out from all three. You're done with Instagram? No, with all three Twitter accounts I had. Oh, Jesus. All right. Uh, well, I will meet my new lawyer at darnellmurphy.com. Uh, uh, we're going to end with a song. Uh, it's Murphy's by, Law. Murphy's Law with an um, F. They're called Happy. And the uh, album is Stone Free. The song is Mellow Fellow. And uh, I haven't done any research. I just I just checked out this. You know, the, Did um, they send it to you? No, no, no. This isn't a submitted one. This is just something I really I heard and I really like. And um, it's got uh, apples and stereo vibes to it. Uh, uh, and I haven't done. Six. I have yeah, a little apples six. I haven't done any research to know if anyone, if you know, of no. So it, this might be. So you racist. want people to uh, write in and tell you? No, I'll, I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> but it's no, good... no, no. You want people to correct you or give you information you didn't ask for? Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Okay. I embrace the internet. At general, <laughs> it has to tell me about how. Mike Nelson was a better host than Mr. Zion Zayn. Whoa, ouch. So if you liked any of the bands, please check them out, buy their stuff, go check out, follow Eliza, um, check out her podcast when it comes out. Um, it is, uh, it, you know, our our episode, which might be the first one, yeah. um, is, uh, is it's, a, it's a real sad trip down. It's not. Again, <laughs> shitty memory lane for me. Um, th- uh, yeah. You won't feel that way when you listen to it. Oh, I, like I won't it. listen to it. <laughs> uh, Someday you'll get curious when you're 60 and you will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is happy. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Sorry for the first episode. Ursula K. Le Guin, R.I.P.
Now entering Nerdist.com.